Mike the Hobbit here. Lowdown Brown. Inviting you to check out Geek Some of the Influence, a podcast that pairs booze with conversation with good friends. And a little nerd culture. We get a lot of colorful conversation out of our episodes, but it is here for everyone. No gatekeeping. Always level up everything we do. We'll punch up, never punch down. Exactly. So check out Geeks Under the Influence everywhere you get your podcasts and join us or die. Shut the fuck up, Hobbit. Welcome to GUI Nights. GUI Nights. Yeah, I am Lowdown Brown. With me as always, Mike the Hobbit. This is the tangential side of GUI. This is like so many of those other shows that has the after the show bit mixed with a little bit of Baywatch night, so it's a little sexier. It's a little bit after hours. Also, while tying it into the previous episode of GUI, so look forward to that too, because this comes out the week after the flagship hour-long episode. So make sure to check out GUI Nights, and uh, when you're done, you can go the fuck home. Views and opinions expressed on Geek Father are those of the panelists and not those of the Geeks Under the Influence Network, their affiliates, or sponsors. Listener discretion is advised. This is for the parents and not for the kiddies. Geek Fire! Can you try one more time and say no. Geek Father real loud? Geek Fire way out! All right, thank you for joining us for another episode of Geek Fathers. It's a special episode. It's a mini-sode. I've got, I've got all the females in my life, uh, or that I currently live with, in, uh, in this episode. So I'm pretty excited. And since it's getting close to Halloween season, we're going to be talking about ghosts, which is like one of my, our, all of our favorite subjects to talk about. Even ghost dragons. So tonight, uh, because of the special mini-sode, they are going to help me co-host. My name is Smash... Tonight, to my right, we have... Jem. La Jem. La Jem. Bonjour. Bonjour. And we also have... Dragon Master. Master, if you yes. don't know me, watch other episodes. Le Dragon and Masters. Sorry, um, cut that. No, we can't cut that. No, that's go, that's solid go. gold. No, it'll go. Dragon Master. Dragon Master. That's solid gold. And she can't talk, but we also have Miss Stupidity laying on the floor right here. Yes, we have our little doggy sit laying on the floor next to us so we don't hear her click-clacking through the entire <laughs> yeah. episode. You might have heard her um, tap dancing. Literally all the females in the house. You are surrounded. I am. Consistently. I am. With females. Yes. I'm constantly put in my place, but it's probably a good thing. I, I see it as a positive, that's for sure. I wouldn't have it any other way. Uh, tonight, I do want to get into... It's going to be a quick episode. I do want to get into one of my favorite subjects, and I know yours, is ghosts. And because it's the Halloween season, mm-hmm. we're going to have... It's going to be a couple of questions. We'll go around the table. You just answer honestly. If you got a cool ghost story, we're going to, we're going to cover that too. So tonight, I'm going to start with Dragon Master. Okay. Dragon Master, what do you love about ghosts? That they can hunt people that they don't like and not get arrested. And not get arrested? <laughs> Solid. Yeah, that's true. Just freak them out on a daily basis. Yeah. But that's probably what are you going to do? Part. Can't put that's handcuffs on them. That's what I do. Can't sit If I was a ghost, I'd probably hunt people I dislike. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. the second the police near, comes near me, I just scare them out of their wits. Because you don't want to be around necessarily someone you love if you think it's going to freak them out, right? You don't want to yeah. hurt them that way. 
But thing is, I've watched Casper, so I watched Casper, so I know how to be a good ghost and a terrifying ghost. Oh yeah. Well, which one were you gonna? Which one did you choose? Is that depending on terrifying the ghost? That is that because you're gonna haunt people who deserve it? Mm, it basically just depends on how I feel about that person. So you're just gonna float around until you find someone who goes. You deserve to be haunted. Yeah. I'm going to haunt your butt so hard. Yeah, exactly. Oh, I'm so proud of you. So, kiddo, do ghosts scare you? Do the the thought of real ghosts scare you? Honestly, at first it probably would, but no. No? I would join an alliance and hunt my enemies. Mm. Will your enemies be the ghosts? Are you going to be a ghostbuster? Is that what you're saying? No. Are you going to be like... My uh, enemies are going to be humans, like people I dislike, and I'm going to join an alliance with the ghost. Nah. Medium. Nah. A medium? Is that what you said? Yeah, a medium. Well, she like a, a covenant? No, nah. a medium. I'm going to join the alliance with the ghost, because that way they can't kill you, they can't eat you, because you're part of their alliance. So if all the ghosts, all the souls come up from hell and then take <laughs> over the bodies of people who are dead, and then you have zombies rolling that around? That sounds awesome, honestly. Oh, yeah? They won't eat you? No, I'll just surround myself with cute puppies. Not even zombies can resist Aurora. <laughs> no, well, I think Aurora would try to chase him off. Yeah, and that she'd fail. She would try. Yeah, she'd she try would... to use her hand as frisbee. Right she now, would... oh, sorry, right now Aurora is not chasing anything. She's sleeping. No, like she's it. sleeping hard in her bed. <laughs> she got scared. Well, we since it's Halloween season, I uh, I like to keep spooky horror movies on all all month long. Now, yeah. there's stuff that I can't watch, you know, with Dragon Master around. Which makes me mad. Well, you got a little bit older, kid. I have. A little bit older. I literally have a list of horror movies I want to watch. Oh, really? But cannot watch because it will give me, let's see, um, ter- something caught terrified out of my wits. I might start sleeping with a bat. Oh, Lord. Well, I'm not going to come wake you up in the morning. I'm going to call you on your cell phone. It's time to get up for school. Good reason to give a kid a cell phone. Do you ha- do you remember any of them that you want to see? Can you think of any? Mm-hmm. Like what? Pennywise. It? Yeah. The movie It? See, the funny thing is my cousin watched it, said that he can take it, but when I had a sleepover with him, he was up all night, sleeping, and sleeping on, like he was holding on to the bed. And I asked him why, and he said, I just watched the screen movie. I'm like, I told you not to watch it. I didn't want to watch it, so. Oh, I remember that. Didn't you watch it? <laughs> no, um, he wanted to. I didn't watch it. That's probably smart. Because it's pretty scary. She, uh, Jim won't even watch it. My, actually, I have two fears. Um, I'm not really, I don't really get scared that easily, but I have two big fears. I have two big fears. One is clowns, and two is, like, dolls. If they have, like, one eye out of place, I get freaked out. Ooh, what is, like, a haunted doll? Come on. Haunted by a ghost. Don't even get me started on Chucky. That's uh, what, that's what my cousin is obsessed with. Keeps trying to get me watch. You, uh, <laughs> I hate dolls. Hate them. Hate them. I don't blame you. A lot of those dolls are creepy. Like, Chucky is a serial killer doll. Please don't even He's... get me started. I have to go to bed after this. It's fine. I promise nothing's going to happen. So now, uh, I'm going to come back to you uh, in a little bit, but I want to know, Jem, <clears throat> what is your fascination with ghosts? Because I know that it, your fascination runs deep. It does. I grew up with a best friend who had like three ghosts in her house, but we'll come back to the ghost stories. I'll tell that when we go to ghost story time. It was interesting. It was mm-hmm. scary. 
ghosts scare me. Um, they're creepy. Is it just the idea of them? It's or the, what they can do? It's the fear of the unknown. It's your own imagination. It's your own... Basically, it's like your own book that you're reading. You know when you're reading a book and you can't... If you're reading a scary book, you know, you create the worst image in your head of this monster. So then you get even more creeped out. So that's exactly what you, what I do if I hear a creepy noise or see something weird. Um, I put the worst image in my head of what this ghost could actually look like. When I read scary books or books, the second I get something that scares me... I don't care about story from there. I skip right to the end to see where they lose, and then I'm like, okay, no reason to have nightmares. Do you mm-hmm. need to know that it ends happily first before you <laughs> no, read the story? No, I don't need to know that it ends happily. I just need to know that the ghost is busted. I don't, I don't care about all the other characters. I just need to know I'm not going to get eaten alive tonight. Well, I definitely don't blame you, kid. I, I do the same thing. I know that we have had many discussions about Ouija boards. And awesome! Absolutely not. Awesome! They're, I have messed with enough Ouija boards in my I life, and not one will be in this house. I won't. Ever. Shh. No. A Ouija board will never be in this house. Ever. You can let, you can let spirits in that you did not mean to let in, and they sometimes don't always want to leave when you close the portal. Sometimes they get stuck. I ain't messing with it. I'm not having no demons up in this house. I already have... Well, we already have a ghost named Fred. We have a skeleton. That's true. But Fred's... uh, Fred's a nice ghost. He's like a better version of Cass. Yeah, he's been with us a long time. So he doesn't do anything. He may he I think he freaks out the dog every now and then. <laughs> yeah, um, literally. Yeah, he's not like he's turning lights on and off or opening the cabinet doors in the kitchen where all the silverware is just flying out. You know, crazy crazy stuff. One time he did cut our electricity though. I think that was the storm, but it no, was no, only for it was a second. Right, it's like right before the storm, mm-hmm. and. It was literally, it cut out for a split second and it turned on. 15 minutes later, we had a storm. So, therefore, it was not the storm. It was Fred. I rest my case in a discussion. Okay, okay. Well, Fred was obviously having a bad day. Absolutely. You haven't, I'm surprised you haven't met him. I've told you that uh, Fred lives in the house, but uh, you don't believe me. He's not here. Fred, haunt her tonight. No, Fred's not going to haunt you. He's good. Yeah, Fred's, he's good. He's Fred's good. Nice. Look, look, if you don't see Aurora staring at a wall all day long and barking, you know we're okay. But right. the second you see her just staring at a wall, well, there's some either ghosts, one, she's insane, or two, Fred is out. Right. Well, most of the time, if they're staring at the wall barking and they're not, like, super old, she's probably you could, you, you, maybe you should be concerned. Uh, maybe have someone come check maybe it out. A priestess. Right, or an exorcist. Really quick, Jen, I when we've talked about this on many occasions, I've told you, like, a Ouija board, as long as it's used properly, is fine. You know that I don't necessarily <coughs> not believe it or or disbelieve it at the same time. I'm, very, I'm, I'm just somewhere in the middle right there. Uh, but when it comes to Ouija boards, I've used one in a house before. It didn't do anything. I'm going to stop you right there and no to the Ouija boards. You Ouija boards are a portal. Portal to whether it is from whatever you believe in. If you believe in heaven and hell, purgatory, or if you believe in just a, a higher up or a lower low, wherever you believe you go after you die, it is a portal to let not just like saved spirits or whatever you want to call them, 
They are, it, it's a portal for any type of entity and energy really? that can come through. Yes. Hey. It's a supernatural that. wormhole is what it you're saying? Back, yes. It can bring back your dogs. No. <laughs> dogs do not come through Ouija boards. How you know? I want, I want to pet Cerberus. I want to pet hell, Hellhound and then I'll train it. I think a Hellhound would be hard to control. I think... Not um, if you, I, I think you'd have to be like a demon to control no, one. I'll, no, no, I don't know what I can do. I can just adopt it from when it's in its little, I guess, hellhound egg or something. And then it will grow up thinking that it's a human dog. Oh, really? You're, so you're going to change it with love like in Stranger Things? Yeah. Season two? Awesome. They need to take out season four now. I've raised you well. We're going to get close to the witching hour here soon. Awesome, oh. awesome, awesome. Fun fact, 3 a.m., people call it the witch's hour, but... It's not actually like a witch's hour, like Halloween witch. It is actually called that because that's when normally everybody sleeps, so it's the quietest time. So it's the best time to do whatever you want to do in your peace of mind because it's so quiet. So no reason to be scared if you are there. It's just known as being quiet, really quiet, and people normally get scared in the quiet. Well, that's that's, that's fair. I don't know... I always like to think of it, I've heard of it as at the time in which sort of like the doors between realms, you know, whether it's the spirit world and the real world kiddo, not at its thinnest, I guess, or not that open, but it's open just enough. That's why the witching hour has always been used in movies that you are too young to see yet. I want to watch them. As a way of, of showing that at 3 a.m. is usually when you're going to hear banging. Doors opening and closing. The lights turning on and all. Or seeing lights turn on Mike? and all. Oh, it's so crazy. But luckily nothing like that would happen here. We have Fred. Fred's not going to let anything happen. And speaking of ghosts, here's a fun question. If you could be a Ghostbuster, which Ghostbuster do you think you'd be? Bankman. Yeah, you would. I'm proud of you. Do you know? Well, so there's Vakeman. Vakeman is the best. What do you think? How about Dan Aykroyd, Bill Murray, Egon, who is was Harold Ramis? He was the big nerd. I was gonna say I'll just be the woman that's Ghostbusters. We got another one. You'd be the receptionist. Mm-hmm. I'd be wait, Janine. Wait, wait. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so I want to get into the ghost stories. Awesome. There's different names for them all, but there's ones that they kind of just live peacefully in the house. They don't really make any noise. They're just kind of round. And then you have your poltergeist. Okay, they're the ones that can hurt you or break things, throw things around. Let's get on to the ghost story. Do you have a ghost story? No, I want to hear M's because it sounds real and I want to know if it's real. Let's hear it. So, to give you a quick backstory, I lived on an old country road and a friend of mine lived right down the street from me and she um i think the house was built like on civil war land or was like built during the civil war times so first night we're watching the ring i'm staying over there of course we're watching a scary movie when it happens but it's when the girl was crawling out of the tv or out of the well and we get spooked and we hear a huge uh bang coming up from her upstairs where her bedroom was And then um, we heard it again. And it was like someone taking the palm of their hand and like slamming it up against the wall. So I call my mom. We go running out of the house. My mom comes and picks us up, even though we could walk to my house, but we weren't walking. Then the second time, um, my friend had called me and uh, it was raining. And she was like, I don't want to go in the house by myself. And so we walk in and it was a thunderstorm. And when you walk through her kitchen, um, like you walk in the main 
door and in the back was the kitchen and off to the left was the laundry room and we were walking through the dining room which then cuts through the kitchen and you have direct line to the laundry room and um, it was like a scene out of a movie a flash of lightning happened and there was a Civil War soldier standing in the window with like his whole his whole get up his whole uniform it, it was, and it was gun a Confederate and soldier his whole get up and um, it freaked us out and then it snowed probably about four months later, and I'd come over because I could walk there, like I said, and um, no one had been outside except for me walking up, and there were footprints by the door or by the window. Um, Charlotte had said that she had witnessed the footprints being made, but nobody was outside, and then weird stuff started happening, like her French doors would just shake and then open. And then Super Bowl Sunday, um, I go over to her house and she's upstairs. Uh, she lived in a room above her garage at this point. And so I walk upstairs and she is whiter than me, like ghost pale. Like and she had seen a ghost? Literally. But <laughs> <laughs> And she was wearing um, a shirt that they used ladies uh you'll know the shirt it's a baby doll shirt where it kind of it's tight around the chest and then it flows and you have a tie in the back Mm -hmm. and she had double knotted it well i come upstairs her eyes are about to pop out of her head and she's pale white and i'm like what is wrong and she said my shirt was tied and double bowed and i felt someone behind me untie my shirt but her boyfriend was upstairs but he was facing her and saw her face and, like, the blood leave her face because she, she felt it. And there was no one else up there. Ooh, that's creepy. Yep. And then after that, after that, um, her lights kept getting cut off in her room. So, like, one night I was using the restroom and all the lights upstairs turned off. And I come out of the room and I was like, Charlotte, all the lights are off. And she looked up at me with the most stoic face and was like, it's okay. And I was like... Uh, no, it's not. You know, the lights was, are out. At that point, she's probably possessed. And then she quickly snapped out of it, and we go running down the stairs. And her mom is like, what? Rest in peace. Her mom is like, what is going on? And we're like, oh, the lights turned off. And she was like, nah, it's fine. Like, the breaker just, it, it's fine. Just go back upstairs. Your daughter was possessed. <laughs> Literally, that's what I wanted to say. It was like, your daughter is like acting really weird right now. Woman, can we get some rosaries? Yep. All right, holy water, let's Salt. do this. There's a Catholic church somewhere around here. So to wrap the story up, um, Charlotte's uh, mom and stepdad eventually end up splitting up when we go to college for our freshman year. Um, Debbie has to sell the house. And Debbie knew of this spiritual activity that was going Her and Charlotte were very spiritual. Um, and they knew about this activity going on in the house. So she hired a medium and the medium came through and said she had walked around the entire house, literally pinpointed every single occurrence that we have had together and made it make sense. So there was an old Civil War soldier. There was an old Civil War soldier living outside. There was an old housemaid living upstairs where Charlotte's old room was. And then there was a child that was um, upstairs in Charlotte's new room when she moved above the garage. Mm-hmm. The medium gave Debbie like a seance to do in the house and walk around like a typical with sage and all that kind of stuff and open up the windows and let all the spirits out. And Debbie had gotten with me and mom afterwards and she said that she felt so exhausted 
afterwards that she actually had to take a nap in the house before she left because she walked through and she felt like she could feel them leaving the house as she was doing it. But it made it seem, it, it just put everything into perspective. Like, we weren't just kids being spooked. Like, that stuff actually happened because there was an old housemaid, a child that liked to play pranks, which explains the shirt and all the other weird stuff upstairs. And the question I would have is, how did they die? Why are they all there? No idea. And the question is, what happened to the child's mom? And then how did the child get into the house? We live, especially in Virginia, you know, there's a lot of haunted places. Can we move to the other place? Can we move to the other side of the world? (laughs) Well, I think there's probably going to be ghosts anywhere somebody's probably died. Mm -hmm. That was a good story. It kind of gives me chill, especially when you put the kid in there. I I have one. Creepy kids that they call. (laughs) I have one from when I was not much older. I was about uh, a year or two older than you, Dragon Master. I'm gonna have to squeeze somebody's hand tonight. And what where we lived was townhouse connected to another one. The walls it was they were pretty thick, but they were thin enough that you could always hear if something was loud enough, especially Mm -hmm. music. Now next to my bedroom and next to us, there lived an old man. This uh, is going to get scary. Well, it's it's a little more sad, actually, than scary because, see, this old man, we never he never came out of the house. Very rarely did we ever see him. Scary. We knew he lived there, but he never did. But you know what he always did? He always, uh, at a certain time of the day, usually like early morning, going for hours, he would play like old uh, ballroom music, um, even some blues. But mostly it was just very old. Dun. One day... Uh, Nobody had seen him, period, and he had never, and he didn't leave the house. Now, he wasn't a complete hermit. He did go out of the house and get, like, groceries and do stuff like that. But nobody had seen him in a couple of weeks. And then we started smelling a smell. And we were like, ooh, was something, you know, dead in the wall? And then eventually someone had come check on him, a health check, and found that he had passed away. Now, mind you, he was old. We don't know if he could was sick. I don't have those, that information. But several days later... <clears throat> I was trying to get to sleep. You heard the bottom music? It started almost exactly the same. And I mean, it did this until somebody moved in. But I'll tell you, whoever moved in, they moved out pretty damn quick. (laughs) They moved out pretty... within, Within three months. Some of them were like six months long. But usually no one really stayed there for a long period of time. But I heard that music for years. And it always freaked me out. At the same time, kind of made me sad. Because the old man, if that was him... And it was really happening, passed away, and then lived his ghost's life the exact same way that he passed away, which I know that all of them probably do, but in that particular one was just sad, you know, to kind of go alone. Then you're still alone as a ghost, and Mm -hmm. people get in the house, they run away. Um, because he was a very nice man, though he wasn't. He wasn't like an angry person. That was kind of sad, but it's still every night, every night I hear it, it gives me chills. I always think, like, oh, my God, is it going like, to come over here? and then On Halloween night, I'm going to play ballroom music on this TV right now. <laughs> <laughs> you guys have given me the perfect way to scare you guys. Do you want to tell your story? We're going we're gonna, to we're gonna yeah. wrap it up uh, with your story. Okay, so this isn't actually my story, really. This is more happening at my friend's house. Okay. So it's basically more of their story, but I was just a wis- witness in it that sacrificed them. In a way, that got scared enough to say, I sacrificed. Okay. We were just joking, though, but she got so mad at me. Not like yours, but kind of. This friend of mine had a bear that she liked to name, that she named Teddy. 
Mm-hmm. Right? So basically, Teddy meant the world to her because her dad, because it's the first toy she ever had. Mm-hmm. And she always thought it was real. But the thing is, she knew it wasn't, but she liked to pretend it was. Mm-hmm. Right? Because her and her parents were divorced. I mean, her parents were divorced. So she barely saw her dad because her dad lived in Ohio. One night when I was having a sleepover, Teddy, Teddy, we placed him on the um, bottom of the stairs. Right? My friend said, be quiet, don't move. And I'm like, it's just a toy. And she said, maybe not. <laughs> and I got so scared there. Right? Why? Because it was haunted? No, because she said, maybe not. And like right there, I just got chills because it's... Because it was like a bear, it's a teddy bear, but it was like flexible. And to me, in my mind, I counted it as a doll, so that gave me chills. Mm-hmm. So when we came back inside from playing with our friends, Teddy, her mom was sleeping. So her mom was not there, and her sister was playing outside with us. Okay. Teddy was on the top of the stairs, uh-huh. sitting in the position where you have your, where you have like, like the model look on the top of the stairs. So then, and nobody was around to put it there. Uh, my friend took him to his bed that she made for him, mm-hmm. and put him in there. And the next morning when we woke up, um, Teddy wasn't there. Where was he? See, the thing is, we didn't know. We were searching for him all day. We couldn't find him anywhere. Her mom had no idea, like no idea. She is like she forgot who Teddy even was. Maybe Teddy was haunted and Wait. her mom knew it. But the next morning when we woke up, Teddy was in the exact same position. The next morning when we woke up, when you came pick me up, this is why I was so scared and so quick to get out of the house, unlike normal, because Teddy was in the exact same spot that we put him there the night before. But the other day, we couldn't find him anywhere. Right. So it's like he just turned invisible for a whole day. And then just popped right back up in the same place. Yeah. That is creepy. Mm-hmm. That is a that is really. And now creepy. I have chills because I have a room filled with stuffed animals. <laughs> no, don't don't worry about it. Fred's got this. Okay, well we're gonna wrap it up with that. Thank you so much for doing this. I always love talking about anything ghost related. I know it was, this was this was fun. I can't wait for Halloween for all of the GUI listeners out there. Uh, for any of the shows under the network, please check us all out. Uh, from the Mouths of Madness, Geeks Under the Influence, our flagship, uh, Smack My Pitch Up, of course, Geek Fathers, Beautiful Disasters. We've got tons. Uh, so go ahead and check us out. You know, we're out there on Spotify and several other places you can find podcasts. Also, in November, we will be at the Virginia Comic Con as we were before. It'll be November 20th uh, or that weekend. So come on and support the con. You know, support the local artists that are there as well. Come check us out. Maybe if you spin the wheel, we'll give you we'll give you some great motivation. It's what we do well. So thank you for listening to the Geek Fathers. And as always, join us or cry. My name is Amy Bogard. And I'm Mike the Hobbit. And we are the hosts of Deeply Upsetting, where we use our expertise to answer your most upsetting hypothetical quandaries, such as what non-wigged animal deserves wings? And what body part deserves a secret mouth? Which cryptid is the worst roommate? These questions and more that plague you will be answered on Deeply Upsetting, available anywhere you get your podcasts and at GUIPodcast.com. GUIPodcast.com. <laughs> 